You're listening to Once Upon a Wine. What is it? I don't Five, six, seven, eight. Intro time. Boom. It's intro time. Boom. This is where we introduce a podcast. Boom. What was the St. Louis thing? I don't understand. No, that was that was a song from earlier from Meet Me in St. Louis that I was seeing if you knew how to sing so we could do that for our intro. It was in Once Upon a Time? No. What does that have to do with anything? Nothing. So why were you saying we should do that? It was the first thing that popped in my head. If you like me. If you like me and I like you. Never mind. We're done. Grab your glass of wine as we get ready to tell a story. Once upon a wine. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to Once Upon a Wine. wine. I am your host, Aaron Stegeman, and with me is my POC. P-I-C? <laughs> Partner in crime? <laughs> my, let's try that again. <clears throat> with me is my P-I-C. <laughs> Kevin, don't edit this, please. <laughs> What's your name, son? It's Ace. Ace what? That's all they get. Okay. <laughs> and uh, we've killed off the rest of the podcast, so it's just us. Podcasters. Podcasters. Um, it's just us, so we've had a... What's up, snitches? What's up, snitches and oncers and magical beings of the podcast realm? Ah. We have a very excited announcement for you guys, and a very special guest today in studio is Lana Perea. Woo! Say hi, Lana. Hi. Just kidding. Just kidding. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I bet some of you got real excited there. Yeah, uh, no shit. <laughs> If Lana were here, I'd actually probably wouldn't be talking at all. No, just, you would have n- been dead. A long yeah, I would have been ago. dead. I would have been like, "Hi, hey, Lana, you want to do the ancient empires?" If Lana was here, mm-hmm. who would you rather have her reenact the rumple scene with? <laughs> oh man! Oh man! That scene! That scene! Sorry, Rumbell. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we'll get to that. We'll get to all There's that. There's so much to talk about Sorry, this episode with. Sorry, everybody. Um, <laughs> um, let's talk a little bit about our lives, our week. Our let's lives. Down. So we had Game of Thrones, the musical auditions this weekend. That's right. We had not only those auditions, but we were very successful and have cast probably about... 90%? Yeah, about 90%, yeah. I'd say. So uh, exciting stuff. It's you guys who are going to be able to see this are going to lose your shit. <laughs> if you are, even if you're not a Game of Thrones fan. Doesn't matter. It's it really, really doesn't matter. I think this, I think, I, like, Ace and I keep walking around the house and we're like, I'm really, really proud to be not, part of this. Not only like, that, but like. It has a lot of replay value. Just like we always h- would hum the rock opera songs, like we are constantly singing the songs for this. So it's it's yeah. really fun. I don't think I've ever worked this hard on any particular project. Uh, well, that's not true. That's I mean, I worked true. really, I worked hard on the rock opera. But I mean, in terms of like really developing the music for this, this has been like a yeah something different. But I I really really love it. Um, 
Yeah, so we had about seven hours of auditions both days. And, uh, um, no, definitely more than that. More we than that, yeah. We started 10 to 5 one day, 12 to 5 another day. That's like 12 hours. I'm saying each day we had about seven hours. Uh, and then including the, the stuff afterwards yeah. that we did. But it went by quickly because, you know, we just... There were some interesting folks that came in. <laughs> some... Uh, we were bowed to. Uh, what else? We were uh, bowed to... I don't know. I, I played a really bad, pat, practi- well, bad for him, great for me, practical joke on the director, one of our co-collaborators, Stephen, uh, Stephen Parker, who you guys heard on a podcast. He's one of the yes. Lost in Musical guys. Yes. Uh, that was really funny. Um, yeah, Ace pretended to be this crazy uh, actor who was like kind of stalking the director a little bit. Um, yeah. and invited himself to the audition. <laughs> yeah, well, 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 okay, let me give some backstory to this. Um, and, and this has nothing to do with the actual actor that I was basing this off of. It was just my own deranged way of pranking him. But we had someone submit for the part of Daenerys, if you watch Game of Thrones, the dragon, you know, the uh, mother of dragons, right? Um... Who the person that submitted was an actual male who was dressed in drag in his photo, which is fine. And his other photos were just him as a guy, normal. Um, so you know, whatever he submitted, but we did not bring him in. Um, well, anyway, I went in because the way we did it was you submitted and then we contacted them and asked them to email our uh. Our personal email for the for the musical, so we can send them the the files for the music and the sides and all that good stuff to prepare. So I knew what that was, and I knew the emails that were going out to the cast. So I went to one of my old email accounts, switched the name to the actor that um, that had submitted, had in, submitted drag. in drag, and I wrote the director. As if I had already um, written to him like three or four other times and he had not responded. So I was like, you know, this is the last time I'm going to be writing. You guys haven't, you know, gotten back to me. I want to prepare the songs, but I haven't received anything. You guys gave me an audition time. He writes back. I mean, this goes on for a good 10 or 12 email exchanges back and forth where he's completely flustered because he has no idea what's going on, but he's being really kind and considerate. And he's like, you know, can you just tell me your name? And, and I just wouldn't give him information. And then I'm, I was finally like, you know what? I will be there tomorrow. Don't even worry about it. I'll bring my own song. So he started to write <laughs> us, the production team, freaking out like this person is writing in. And He and, called his mom. Oh, my God, yeah. He even called his mother and he was like, he thought He's, he was going to be like harmed. Yeah, it he was, was like, if anything happens to me... Just go look for blah, blah, blah. And he gave the name. <laughs> so he had to call his mom back once I let on, you know, let him in on this the joke. Is, this is an, an adult male, okay? Who, <laughs> me? No. Yes, you. Yeah. And Steven. Yeah. So. But, but, but the, after the first day of auditions, we went, we were kind of going through our, our, our picks for the day. We're walking back, but I'm emailing secretly from my private account to the account that he gets on his phone as the guy. And I'm like, hey, I came in today. You guys didn't call me in. What, what's going on? And then he's freaking out. Yeah. And then I'm like, hey, is this you got, You sitting outside of Starbucks where we were? He started freaking out more. And on the walk back, I was like, I'll be waiting for you by your Nissan because I know he drives a Nissan, of course. And 
he stopped dead in his tracks when the email was read on his phone. <laughs> and Aaron and I – Aaron knew because I let her in on it. And we pulled up and he's just like – um, yeah, so JJ's by the car. Uh, we're we're going to have to handle this right now. And he was like, Aaron, you just stay in the car. Ace, please come with us. <laughs> uh, he basically volunteered you for death. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was, it Aaron, was quite on. funny. It you was quite on. funny. And he, he doesn't know my ninja skills. He, he probably lost a few days off his life. Yeah, yeah. When you revealed it to him, he was like so mad. And, and probably happy. 100% relieved. Yeah. Yes. It was so glorious. Anyway, but we're really excited for that production. We start rehearsals in November. Yeah. It's going to be epic. Uh, By the way, if you are coming to our New York screening, big shout out, first of all, we sold out our New York screening and our encore screening at 9.30 p.m. is almost sold out. It will will sell out. Um, uh, So... Super awesome. That's the one that uh, Adam thank you and Eddie guys. are coming to. Yes, <laughs> you're right. And JMO. Uh, uh, we are also doing our live podcast show after that. So this this podcast that we're doing right now, we're going to do in front of an audience, and we're going to have guests on it. We're going to have live music performances, but I'm going to be doing a song from Game of Thrones musical. It will be well. It will be, like, adequate, because I won't be there. Oh, get over it. Get over yourself. Ache. Yes, I know. Now everybody's like, oh, you're not coming to New York. So I'm sorry to break the news to you on here, but yes. <laughs> well, what's your face? You're like... What do you mean, what's are my you, face? Are you, you're, you're, but you're like, we knew you weren't coming to New York. But they didn't know. We were, it was still up in the air. Was it still up in the air? Yeah. I can't keep track of Aaron it. Aaron got a haircut. I did get a haircut. It. I don't know. Um, my hair. This ever-ending, never-ending saga. I know. Fuck. Whatever. I just got told that I cannot, that first of all, I need to cut another like three inches off my hair and then I need to let it like naturally lift, the color naturally lift for another couple months before they can put any kind of lightener back on it. That sounds fine. Yeah, it sounds great. Never dye your hair dark unless you are certain you want it for many, 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 many months. Do Um, do we want to say who... And, like, what your involvement is in Game of Thrones yet? I don't know. I was deciding if I wanted to announce that at the podcast. I think I might save it. I'm going to save it for now. Oh, okay. Speaking of the New York podcast, something we... I was going to do at the show, but I thought maybe I should do it and give this person enough notice. But we had a a thing uh, back in the beginning of September. We put out a notice that if you... Um, if you bought tickets within this 24-hour period, your name goes into a, a lucky little hat. Is that what all those strips of paper are for? That's what all these strips of paper are for. Your name goes into a hat and, uh, well, a, a blanket. <laughs> and we uh, we get to pick a guest to be on one of our podcasts. Woohoo! Stiletto Yoga! Yes! Woo-hoo. Now, hopefully, you're at the New York show and you will be our guest live for our live podcast. No pressure. Um, however, if you don't want to do a live podcast, we can certainly arrange that. Um, we Skype. Why would they something. not want to do I don't do know. A live you should podcast. do the live podcast. I don't know why you, you would. You guys get to take my place. Yes. Big shoes to fill. <laughs> just all you have to do is all you have to give do half is just your name and give fall sarcastic asleep at some point comments, that, huh? say that Lana's on the podcast and pass out halfway through and you've pretty much got Ace's job covered. Yeah. All right. I'll give you one task. I don't know if you can handle it. You get to pick the winner here. All right. So oh, we got a lot of names because we had a lot of tickets bought during that time. No pressure. Okay. 
Uh, ready, guys? All right. All right. Do you know how to pick? Uh, there's a pile of papers. So I pick one up. Okay. This is legit, guys. This is legit. All right. Here we go. Pressure's on. Pressure's on. Pick, 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 pick. What do we have here? We have Catherine. Wait, are you saying the name? Well, I thought I was going to say it, but oh, go sorry. for it. No, for you already it. jumped on it. Okay. Miss Catherine Hofstetter, you are our guest on our live podcast in New York. That's right. Woo-woo! You will be getting a note from us very soon, just Should telling you that you have won this. Should we leave those papers there just in case she's not able or willing? Yes, I think that's a good idea. Okay. All right, you have 24 hours, Missy. Yeah, it's like when you get, like, you know, 50-50 tickets when they're like, you know, number five, four, six, four, three, and nobody comes. They're like, you got five seconds or we'll call another ticket. Yeah. That's going to be you, Catherine. Step up. <laughs> okay, ace in your threats. Uh, <laughs> the, um, the one thing that I do want to say is that if you did not win this contest, it doesn't mean you won't be a guest on our podcast. If you didn't win this contest... You're not a winner, but you're a winner in life. That's not where I was going. Oh, but, okay. But uh, I was going to say we're going to have other opportunities to be involved in the podcast. Oh, yeah. 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 And we were, um, I don't know, what else, uh, what else is there, Ace? You're, what is happening? We, we Game of Thrones, uh, what else is happening? And I don't know, we got. I got asked to write a project. That's kind of cool. I don't know what I can all say. For, yeah. I don't know. Well, I got asked. I got co-collaborating with another writer on a film project. On a film, yes, and a comedy, and uh, so far so good. And um, I am very excited because this person, who shall remain nameless right now, um, he has been involved in a lot of my favorite films. Um, and he's uh, that's very vague. That's all very very vague, but. Um, <laughs> He's an industry person who's got a, a nice little resume of films, and yes. yeah, it's an exciting opportunity, it yes. sounds like. And so he, um, yeah, he was looking for somebody to write his next feature, um, and he picked me. <laughs> so He picked me. He picked me. Anyway, yay. Another thing that I'm doing. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, all right, let's talk about this episode, which I can't stand the title of. Bitter, What's the title? I didn't catch it. Bitter Drought. That is, like, sounds like the title of a bad photo on Instagram. I bet it has something to do with something that we just are totally oblivious Bitter to. Bitter Drought? Bitter Drought, right? I think that was it. Bitter Drought. I know drought was the second word. Bitter Dregs? No. I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, a bitter drought. Wow. Meaning, all right, I looked it up. Here we go. A bitter drought meaning. Uh, okay. Poetry soup. We'll go to this website I never go to. Um, oh, God. We're already spending way too much time. It's been disabled for now, the definition. So whatever. Anyway. Anyway, shitty title. title. We don't like it. Uh, but we do love this episode, which I... I watched it after I read all the, like, Twitter hype. Like, I tried not to, to read too much into t Twitter before checking this out because I didn't want too many spoilers. But I did, I saw everybody saying, the sword fighting, this episode kicked ass, Lana was awesome. And so I was like, okay, it's, I had high expectations. And then I went in and watched it, and 
I was not disappointed. Like, I really liked this episode. I thought it was one of Once's best episodes. There's so much to say, but I just want to get your overall gist first, Ace. Um, yeah, I I mean, I I, I enjoyed it overall. I thought it was, uh, it was, yeah, it was was a solid episode. And I I did like the the Evil Queen stuff. Hey, Kevin, I was actually thinking about you quite a bit because I felt like, I just want to get your opinion and thoughts on this episode because I know you and I share similar thoughts in regards to the evil queen um, <laughs> in terms of just wishing Outfits. that. No, no, just wishing that she was evil and, yes. and like let, letting and playful, letting that 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 happen. So uh, but yeah, no, I, I liked all that stuff. Um, I liked and here's the thing, because my concern was the evil queen is not like my favorite character. Like I love Regina. Um, but the evil queen to me is very one note sometimes and, and they don't have her in enough that you're like, Oh, you see it. But to have like a whole story arc with her is tough. But this, what was brought tonight, I could watch that many, many episodes. She was playful. Well, that could be a whole season. Well, Um, you know, it it may be a whole season, but you know, that, that is interesting enough to carry. Yeah. Like yeah. I really thought there were many more new layers there, and I, um, I want to give credit to the director because I don't I'm blanking on his name, but he's directed City Slickers and a bunch of other films um, from the '80s comedy, and I really felt like there were lots of nuances in the performances tonight from many many characters, but particularly Lana, um, that I thought were. A new level that I haven't seen on once. Even the guest actor tonight who uh, did the count, um, I thought he had a lot of different... He had a lot of range in his thing. You know, for for a role that I've seen them cast somebody do that and it's very flat or it's... You know, it, it, I thought... I really did believe him and he had he had some other moments there that I was like, oh my, yeah. wow, they really... Ca-, like, he really can act. And... Um, what? Stuff with Emma. I mean, there was a lot that I, I just thought the acting overall was really like just another texture that I hadn't seen on once before. In a while. In a while. In a while, yeah. Uh, one thing I brought up to Aaron, you know, the scene when uh, uh, the evil queen's talking to Zelina and she refers to Regina as <laughs> Regina. And I'm like... If she's referring to her as Regina, what does she refer to herself as? Or what are we to refer to right. her as? Like, that was all weird. the other characters just keep calling her the evil queen. Yeah. But, like, what will Zelina call her? Like, because that's, yeah, like, exactly. her sister now. Like, does was, she just call her, like, hey, EQ? Yeah, it was it was weird. So, you know, figure that out. Yeah, that's a question for us. Hashtag, what's her name? Hashtag, what's her name? Oh, man. I uh, put up on Twitter. Okay, let's talk real quick about Rumpelstiltskin. And the Evil Queen. And what fucking hat they pulled that out of? Like, where did that come from? I know. Well, I remember season one thinking that they had some chemistry, but I also remember thinking this is probably her dad. Like, that's going to be a reveal, that it's her father. And so I never really let myself fully go there. Um, But I always loved their chemistry. And so it was a little bit out of left field. Yeah, it was. And also, I think it was, we haven't seen the Evil Queen, she says these innuendos all the time, but we haven't seen her be that sexually, it was, like, It was pretty forward. overt, yeah. And so I think that was also shocked, too, like, oh, we've not seen that from her yeah. before. And 
It was hot. It, it was, was gross hot, it, but it was like, hot. It was gross hot, like especially like when Rumple's like smelling her. I'm like, God, it, yeah, it just just looks gross. But it was, <laughs> I liked it. Uh, <laughs> and then when it was gold and her and she's getting close and it, you know what's interesting? I, I'm a big sound guy. Like when we do our films and stuff, like that's one of my favorite parts is 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 the sound from music to all, all the like, music and sound all, were so much better this episode too. All like production sound and stuff and and. There were so many layers that they took care to uh, show and and let us hear in Regi- in I guess it's the Evil Queen stuff from like her moans and her sighs and all that stuff, which were painting the character in those moments that that much more. So I really yeah. like that they took a so time. So these to do are that. the things that we don't you don't normally you can't like pinpoint like what makes an episode better than another episode, but it's those little things that. That really do, and you don't always know that that's what's happening, but that's really the difference between, uh, I don't want to say it's all on the director, because it's not, especially in TV, it's a lot of the producers too, but I I mean, you can tell there was just more attention to this episode, much bigger budget, you had giant set pieces in the forest, you had multiple locations, you had sword fighting between Charming, Snow, Regina, you know, you could tell there was, and though it takes so long to film those kinds of scenes too, when you have uh, your double that you're talking to, and then you have to you have to line them up. You have to. It, so, this episode, I'm curious how many days they spent shooting it compared to the other ones, and their budget compared to the other ones, because this one you could just tell they put a ton of money and time into it. Hashtag uh, hashtag Granny. Hashtag Granny don't like no Monte Cristo sandwiches. Fucking Granny and her one liners. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm all for this evil queen rumple. I thought they were gonna go evil queen hide, which they haven't quite. We haven't seen that just yet. But um, yeah, where was he today? Yeah, he was taking a nap. Um, one villain at a time in Storybrooke. Whatever happened to the fucking knave? Oh, I don't, I don't know where. I mean, he's just gone. I don't know. I miss the knave. Me too. I miss the knave. Although I didn't really think about him until you just brought him up. Well, but now that you brought they, him up, they, I missed the name. Obviously, they, they don't either. But what yeah. happened to that, mate? So something else I want to talk about, uh, which is also another one of my favorite scenes, is uh, Emma is now in therapy. Uh, she's going to see Archie, and she's opening up about being uh, about her vision, about her getting um, dead. And I like the way that scene was shot. Um I thought they did some cool stuff, like some of the quirkier lens work that they they do sometimes. I thought it worked for this scene. Um, Emma had jeggings on. I'm not sure about that sort of choice, but her wardrobe is a little interesting this episode. It's cool. It's cool, girl, but um, interesting. Hmm. Anyway, I liked that scene. I liked... uh, I like this kind of raw Emma we're getting. Like with she's got roots. She doesn't have the fake eyelashes. She's not so polished. Um, a little bit more open. I was I was honestly gonna throw something if she was like lying to Hook again and lying to everybody again, which she still kind of is. But she's opening up at least to Archie. But let's talk about Archie's doctor-patient confidentiality because he kind of blew that when he said that he sees Bashful at four o'clock. <laughs> just saying Archie yeah and he, he fucking totally narked and said that he likes to talk about like fucking 
uh, current events. Current events. I know. Fucking Archie. Archie's I'm going to give, give you a bad fucking dark. Yelp review, Archie. <laughs> yes, Archie. <laughs> he would totally be a narc. He would. Oh, my We're gonna God. We're going to cover you in chocolate and eat you like a grasshopper, you are, Archie. Ooh, I had a theory. Theory time. <laughs> <laughs> no, here's the song. Here's the song. Once upon a theory. And it, I got a theory. Kevin, something mystical. Or just still from Buffy. I got a theory. I've got a theory. It doesn't matter. What can we face if we're together? Okay, so jumping to the very end of this episode, when we Emma said that she thinks... It might be the evil queen or Regina who's fighting her and that she's fearful of both. Um, uh, do you have any thoughts around who you think she's fighting? Well, I mean, I don't buy that it's Regina or evil queen or whoever the fuck because it's like, why does she need to be shrouded? I mean, I, I get why I get why Regina would need to be shrouded for the purposes of her being half good right now, but... Uh, I just don't think it's a, a worthy enough red herring to say, oh, it was this person. Uh, especially the fact that they had her sword fighting in this episode. It's like, okay, duh, we, we know that. It's almost so obvious that it's not her at this point because they're feeding us shit to make us think that, oh, remember, she's a sword fighter and Emily keeps having visions. Well, but at least we can guess, like, would it be Regina? Would it be evil Regina? Is it somebody else? You know, like, I, I do think there's enough mystery there that we, that people aren't 100% like, it's definitely this, you know? So I appreciate that. I think it's somebody... I, I think the buildup of at least what they're doing with this season so far, I I like it. Like, it's it's a good... It, it brings back that mystery element, which I liked about season one. It was a lot of, like, you know, doing that kind of internet like coming up with theories and all that. I miss that. And I feel like we're kind of back to that a little bit. Yeah. I, I want to bring up, um, like w- w- what the fuck was the the point of the, this is what the first, second episode, right? Mm-hmm. What the hell is the point of the first episode with all the Agrabah and fucking Aladdin bullshit? They're coming back. They're coming back. Yeah. Well, we just totally mentioned one Agrabah word today in this episode. And then there was no reference at all to any of that. Well, hon, they, they do that. They skip and they, they do that. I know, I know. I I do think we the only downside I have to this season so far is that I think there might be too many characters in it. Oh yeah, um, I just don't understand why they need to introduce the Count of Monte Cristo. There was there was nothing that, that built that's the story. That's a procedural. That's the procedural. No, I get format. that, but there's nothing that built. We, I get that, but we 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 got no story advancement from it. I disagree. I think we learn we learn about what. It, it is to have an untold story and how it's going to play out here, that it might mean death for these characters, that these characters don't want their stories told. I also think um, we got to see kind of, you know, the whole thing is that it's not just those people who have untold stories, but it's it's the people in Storybrooke already that do, and that might be their ultimate destruction. So I get that it was tying that in, and it was following the procedural format of these kind of like one-and-done characters. Um but I liked it. I mean, I th- I think we kind of got to see. I, I don't know. I I liked it, and I liked um. I it, for one of those like sort of standalone characters, I thought this was a stronger one. You know, like opposed to like if I think about like the Rapunzel story, which was, or the Hercules stuff, which or was like the mouse. The mouse. Ma- oh, the Gus. Gus. <laughs> um. What what. 
Speaking of narcs, can I go back to this? Well, I actually, can I, I was not done with my, my point for bringing up the ending right away. What ending? Which is that if Emma dies. Oh, yeah, yeah, let's hear it. Okay, here's my point. You want to hear it? Yeah. Yeah, okay, I'll tell you my Emma, point. Emma, Aaron's point. Aaron's point. You know what I realized today? What? The They released a trailer for the new Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Uh, what's what's her butt that I, that, that I used to have a celebrity crush on? Kira Knightley. Yeah, her character's Elizabeth Swan. Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, yeah. I didn't, obviously, I probably didn't give two fucking poops before this, but like, <laughs> yeah. Another E.S. and Swan. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Ace has a thing for Kira Knightley. I had a thing. You had? You're over it? Well, you know, she's all right. Whatever. <laughs> um... Yeah, she's not really your type. Like, what's you, my type? Your type is like okay, Sofia Vergara. <laughs> I knew you were gonna Selma say Selma Hayek. Uh, let's see, how do I? Uh, well, you like funny girls too. Like, you like Jenny McCarthy. You well, you like you like boobs. <laughs> let's just be real. <laughs> I like boobs. You like boobs. All right. But, so speaking yes. of an area near the boobs, um, so if Emma dies, do you think podcasters <laughs> and Ace? Do you think if Emma does die, Regina would split her heart in two and give half of it to Emma? God. <laughs> Something to think about. I hope not. Why? Because I like evil Regina. Okay. Yeah. But, I mean, that might be a... Th- I, I don't know. I, that, that was a Fucking first... make Henry useful for, uh, for once. What did you say while we were watching? There, I, Henry will never fucking win me over. <laughs> that was, I believe, the quote. I liked him in the first season and the second. Yeah, he was young and didn't say much. <laughs> he was fucking sitting there today while his mom having a goddamn sword fight on the dock. And oh, his, I know. Henry his grandparents totally are useful. chilling there and he's just useless. chilling there with his backpack like he's catching Pokemon. Yeah, like he couldn't go over to Gramps and, and be like, yeah. can you get up? I'm going to like shove you now. Oh get God. up. Get up. Um, by the way, I loved seeing... Um, like back to Bandit Snow and Prince Charming. Yeah. I, I I missed that. I didn't realize how many things I missed until they were up on the screen. Um, it's because there were so many things. Yeah, but I really felt like this episode had a lot in it, but it also took its time, which I appreciate. Like it didn't. This didn't feel rushed. Like my issue with last week's was that it felt very rushed and very crammed. This this had a lot going on, plot wise and character wise, and you know all that. And there was a lot of action sequences, but it didn't have that rushed feeling. I agree. Yeah. Maybe it was harsh to say that it didn't advance the story. I just wanted to see what they like. They made such a big deal with all the Aladdin stuff, and I just oh and, my god, I, it's coming! I know that. I'm just it's saying, it's coming. The fourth episode, you're gonna get jazzed. Fourth? I gotta wait a whole nother episode before they come back to I this show. I don't know, babe. Just yeah. I don't. Can I be honest? I don't want Aladdin on the show. It's not about that. It's the fact that why did they take so much time to introduce it for nothing? They're building, hun. It's a slow you build. You can't build if you just throw you know, it out there once. When I was in That's Catholic school. That's like me school? building the bottom floor and then saying, you know what? We don't need any more until the fifth floor. We'll just let the middle like float. <sighs> okay. I'm going to tell you this. This is a network show. This is not a cable show. It's a network show. There are differences here. Whatever. Anyway, let's talk about Hook's monologue. Let's talk about when you were in Catholic school. What were you going to... I was going to say, when I was in Catholic school, we had to do these things called, like, I don't know, there was, like, the Ten Commandments and the the Beatitudes, and there was something injustices of the whatever. And um, one of them was immediate gratification. 
was like a, a some it's not a it wasn't a sin it was labeled as something else um stuff we need no <laughs> but it, it was just saying it's not like a it's like a defect of character almost like to be in constant immediate gratification so that's so what i'm saying like let it be a slow burn that we get aladdin and jafar and all them Oh, calm your, calm your tits, babe. Jeez. All right, so let's talk about Hook's monologue. Um, I did. Hook was probably my. It was great to see Snow and Charming doing something. I like what we're going with with Charming. I I would love Charming. I wish they would do more with him. I think he's a great character that they they underuse. Um, and uh, and him and and Snow, I like the way they kind of play off each other. It's good to see more of that. Um, but Hook, I was kind of like a bit bummed with this episode. I didn't feel like they really did a whole lot of anything. I don't know. I think, I think we him. have a new ship bo- uh, boiling. Dude, well, I told you, I called that last year. I said, Hook and Bell, there's something to brew in there. Um, like, who could we make people give two shits about if we pair with Bell? Or vice versa. <sighs> yeah, I don't know what's up with Bell, but... They're she... gonna fucking check out his private quarters in that damn Jolly Roger. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you guys know I, I like. I mean, I'm I'm still Captain Swan, of course, but um, I I mean, I I like wherever the show likes to go. Even if it angers me, I still like to watch it just because yeah. I, it's kind of fun to get angry too. Like, like not in a like violent gonna like cut a bitch way, but in a like. Well, you, no! should, you should feel no! things, yes. Yeah. So, you know, if the I you know, I've got the, I've got ideas in my head for things. But yeah. um but I will say like I just um I I I like when Captain Hook I like Captain Hook. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I like I miss that smarmy evilness, you know, it, and I still think he can be that way and still be with Well, they took Emma they stripped away whatever. a lot of his stuff. Like his hair's not as dark as it used to be. He doesn't have as much guyliner and he doesn't have the sass anymore. I know. And it's, I feel bad cuz like no actor wants to get cast as Captain Hook and then cut to 2 3 seasons later yeah. and you're the boyfriend guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, that sucks. Yeah. But I mean, you're getting paid, so whatever. But um, well, no, that's 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 shite, as yeah, he would say. Shite. But so let's talk about his monologue. Yeah. Um, do you want to give it a go? Sure. All right, let's do Did it. Did you write it down? I don't know it. No, I wrote down the opening line. Oh God. Um. I tried to kill you. You got this. Baby, you have one line here. Yeah, I wrote down the opening line. Okay, that's not a monologue. You're supposed to improv the rest of it. I'll be Belle. You'll be Captain Hook. Uh, okay. I'm gonna do... <clears throat> Good day, mate. I don't think I'll need to stay on your Jolly Roger. Why are you so nice to me? Uh, long ago, I tried to kill you. <laughs> long ago. <laughs> Where's my Captain Hook? Whoa! Um, you just busted! You busted! I'm disappointed, Ace Marrero. Long ago, I tried to kill you. Uh, what? I don't remember what else the fuck he said. No, he's like, long ago, long ago, long ago, I tried to kill you. This is a terrible accent, by the way. Uh, you know, it's a different person then. Blah, blah, blah. I know I tried to kill you again. But now we're like, BFF. 
Stay on my boat. Oh my gosh. Yeah, okay, that, that happened. No, that was good. That was good. <laughs> oh, man. Do we have any kind of, like, segment? Uh, you know what? Andrea's segment. This is a good time to cut to Andrea's thoughts on the pod, on the, uh, on the show. Cut to Andrea. Kevin, cut to her now. This is Andrea's opinions. Nay, nay has thoughts. Um, okay, so um, about the episode last night, I don't have the name or the episode number in front of me, I'm sure. Aaron will fill you in. Okay, so first of all, can we talk about Regina's dress? Oh my god, that was Bob Mackie fantastic. It was beautiful. Of course, this is evil Regina. Now, okay, I understand the whole Jekyll and Hyde splitting up the personalities things, but I don't know, just character development-wise, it's like, why can't Regina just have been bad, done bad things, and then grown to be a good person instead of blaming everything on the evil queen. Like, there's this evil queen inside of me that does all the bad stuff. I'm the good person instead of I've done bad things and I've grown. But I digress. Any hoozle. Okay, the people from the land of untold stories, is it a bad steampunk convention? Because that's what it feels like as far as costume-wise and them just standing around looking at things. Okay, now to my favorite person, Belle. Okay, Belle just, like, walks into Granny, and she's all like, hey, I need a place to stay. Get an apartment, Belle. Okay? Get some West Side rentals going. Let me tell you, I I am having trouble finding an apartment, and I'm not just walking into places being like, hey, y'all, can you find me a place to stay? No, Belle. Be an adult. Find an apartment. And then find me an apartment. I want a studio. And listen, I want a kitchen. And I need a bathroom. And I want a parking space. I really, really want a parking space. Anyways, okay, so um, Monte Cristo. Don't remember that Disney movie. Um, oh, but ha ha ha, Granny, funny joke with the Monte Cristo sandwich. Ha ha. See, I used to work at this place called Cheddar's, and we ate the Monte Cristo. And I was like, why the hell are you putting powdered sugar on a sandwich? That's messed up. Why are you doing that? Anywho, um, oh, the guy who's playing Monte Cristo, is he 12? Is he 12? Or because he's been doing this for 10 years, his revenge thing, and he looks like he's 22. So what, did his wife die when he was 12? I, these, are just, these are just questions I have. Um, and last but not least, Belle, you too good for a houseboat? You too good. Yeah, that's what I thought. Anyways, these are Andrea's musings. Hope to see you. Oh, I don't see you. It was a podcast. Hope to talk to you all soon. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Fucking! I'm surprised at Andrea's insight on that. <laughs> Andrea's thoughts were well thought. Those out, were I thought. some really flushed out Andrea thoughts. Yeah, fully formed and well said. Good job, Andrea. Good job, Andrea. Next time we don't have you to do the podcast, and we're like, "Hey, can you just say some things?" and we'll do this again. <laughs> oh man! I bet she didn't even watch the show. No, she did. She, she did. watched the fucking promo and then the promo for next week and just tried to come up with her own conclusion. Yeah. All right. Do we have anything else for these fine people who have showed up and um, listened to us? So, I don't have anything. I don't know. I'm trying to think what else. All I, all I want to talk about is who, who like, like people in Game of Thrones. <laughs> but, um... That's the wrong podcast, hon. I know. Which, well, yes, you're right. I'm... Um, 
Anyway, have fun. Those of you that are going to be in New York, Kevin is super excited. Uh, for um, he, He's, yeah, he's really pumped. Uh, Do you want to tell people who we're playing in Game of Thrones? And you could wait. I could say who I'm playing. Okay, I'll wait. You say who you're playing. No, I'm not. If you want to say, say. I'm no, just no, saying. No. If I'll you're... wait. You say who you're playing. Okay, how about this? How about <laughs> some of you guys just tweet who you think Aaron and I are playing? Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Let's... Hashtag. I don't know. Do we need a hashtag? We don't need a hashtag. No. For this. And, yeah, who do you think we're playing? Or who do you want us to play? <laughs> That's a dangerous game. Yeah. No. Anyway, you've seen our accent work here tonight. Uh, it's exquisite. Well, you know, that's because I have a lot of sesame chicken in me and boba. Okay, here's a way to be more unattractive to the opposite sex, and that is to drink a ton of boba tea. I, but I drink boba tea with you. I know. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you, Are you it, unattractive because I drink the same boba tea that you've been drinking? No, we're fine because we're in this together. But okay. would you, if you see, like... Okay, maybe it doesn't apply to females so much, but if I, like, see a dude walking down the street and he's got, like, a jug of boba tea, I'd be like, pass. Why would you judge for boba tea? It's a weird thing. What is your pronunciation of boba tea? Boba tea. Boba tea. No, you said boba tea. Boba tea. tea. Did you get your fucking almond Starbucks yet? No. Jesus. Oh, you guys. You guys. So I did Periscope. Good news, Starbucks now is almond milk. I did Periscope about that, but I had actually, I tricked y'all because I actually had coconut milk and I got a chai. And You um, lied to them on Periscope? I didn't lie to anybody. I just said, Starbucks has almond milk, but I, I saw that they had that after I had ordered my thing, oh. okay? So then I went to go get my drink that I usually get today. And they were out of the stuff to make my drink. So then I couldn't, I have, I still have yet to have had the almond milk at Starbucks. And we're oh, going man. on day three tomorrow we're here. We're nervous. Again. Everybody wants to know how this tastes. I literally, nobody I went, wants today, to, nobody gives this a morning shit. when I was doing my morning poop, I was like, oh, I wonder if Aaron had it Oh yet. my God, Ace. Everybody wants to know my bowels are moving. <laughs> nobody. Yes. Nobody wants to know uh, You didn't see how many tweets we had about dude wipes and, and everybody trying to get me on the dude wipes. Thank you. We're going to go for week number three now. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get some sponsorship, man. Oh, my God. This is happening. Oh, so anyway, but we're we're going to dock off here. But there is a giant dock earthquake. Dock off here? We're going to step off. Um, yeah, let's send this to Kevin before the earthquake hits. Yeah, our, like, there's a huge out. earthquake um, thing. And Ace and I are ill-prepared. Um, we have lots of boba tea empty containers. We have empty boba tea. I can't talk about boba. It's so uns- It's just not sec- It's like what a child drinks. How excited do you get to drink boba that we have That's so many... That's like if you go on a date with someone, they order a glass of milk. You're like... I don't understand. What is- what's happening? How an hour ago, when I went to pick up food, you're like, can we get boba? And now you're like, boba is unattractive and all negative things. Because it, it is. I, there's so many things I do that are unattractive. Like what? Do you want me to name these things? Like, right now I'm picking my toenail. That's like, not... I mean, who gives a shit? That doesn't... People do that all the time. But I... But it's... I know that's like the least of things, but... Yeah. There are a lot that... I don't think are suitable for this podcast. So, the meal of the week that Ace prepared, because you guys were all wondering, my Martha Stewart show, but I didn't put it up, was sriracha barbecue chicken Can we just stop with the sweet potatoes and 
husks, uh, oh, not husk, but corn of the cob chunks. Okay, I'm going to end the podcast now because we're just rambling. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. This has been Once Upon a Wine. We will see you very soon.